0: Hello and welcome to and for Reviews, in the podcast where I get a friend to watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. I'm your host, Cara Westworth, and today I'm rejoined for part two of Tropic Thunder by Peter.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: All right, so if you haven't listened to part one, you should probably do that because obviously it's really weird just to start listening or watching part two of something if you don't know what's happening in yeah, part one. Yeah, none
1: of this is going to make any sense.
0: <laughs> and we're trying to make this so if you don't want to watch the movie Tropic Thunder, you don't really have to because i have talked all about it and explained all the shitty bits.
1: <laughs> I think that's going to be a lot of people. Actually, like it's one of these things where, like, uh, I think as I mentioned beforehand, I didn't hate this movie. Like, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching it. I found it visually very interesting, which is something that I guess we haven't spoken about either. But like, the way it's shot is kind of interesting too. But like, even with that, like, I could not imagine recommending this film to anyone.
0: No, maybe in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, maybe two thousand ten in a pinch, but otherwise, no. <laughs> well,
1: it's my my dad and my brother went to see it in cinemas, and they were like, "This is the best shit ever." Mm. And I was just like, even at the time, I said I was like, ah, oh, nah, I don't think that's for me. And like, I was right, but I'm still, I know, I'm still glad I saw it. Yeah. Except for Tom Cruise, if nothing else.
0: Makes that uh, a that hentai comic of. <laughs>
1: well, that's like I was. I was gonna say I was just like, should I bring up Tom Cruise? But I mean, like that is that was like my only knowledge of the character was that comic. I was like, oh, looking forward to that scene, but it never happened. Looking back on it now, like I'm pretty sure Matthew McConaughey was in it. Yeah, I but think was, he was, was. the other? He was the one. Gu- fucking was the other guy is Bill Cruise. Hader well, or oh, Matthew McConaughey?
0: Oh no, Matthew McConaughey's watching, so it must have been Bill Hader's character. Okay.
1: Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's the one who's like coming in and he's the one who Les Grossman's like, don't worry at all, Like <laughs> I'm, I'm on top of this sort of thing. <laughs> So I guess that means that the other guy was Bill Hader. Mm.
0: Uh, If you're wondering what we're talking about, I did a mini episode with Peter's partner Lauren, and we talked all about the hentai comics that she got me from Japan, and we we discussed them at length. And there's just basically an entire comic where it's just Tom Cruise being the bottom and being fucked by different characters in his movies. Yeah, it's uh, hilarious. It's one of the most wonderful things I own. All right, so we're not going to go back what we just threw. We'll just keep going with the movie. Yeah, Tug's been caught by the cartel and they're now um, torturing him, doing like water torture, dunking him in water, and he keeps that yelling, cut, like thinking it's still – I think that's when he starts to realise, oh, maybe this isn't actually being filmed. So Jeff actually ends up seeing them. Actually, did they go back to rescue or is it just that they happened – no, they just happened across the compound, right? I can't remember now.
1: Did they just come across it?
0: I feel like – because then Kevin's like talking about how Oh, it's the golden triangle, which is like looks yeah. like a heroin manufacturing plant and Oh no, that for a moment they're doubtful. They're like, Oh, this looks like the POW camp. Maybe Tug was right this whole time. Then Kevin's yeah, like, No, 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 fine. I can you can see all the cookers, like you can see all the armed guards. That's this is definitely like you know, but heroin it, But it is coincidence
1: because just before that is I think Jack Black and admit, admitting that he's been on drugs and that sort of thing, because it's the whole scene where they've got like the water water buffalo or something for some reason.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot and about it's, that. And
1: then, and then it's just they, then they just look over a rock, and the the camp's there.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And then it's like, oh, movie just moves along, I guess. Like...
0: <laughs> just hurry that along.
1: <laughs> we wasted too much money on the panda scene. We just got <laughs> to get to it. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yeah, but they see him getting dunked in water and they're like, ah, oh, shit, we're going to have to go save him. Like, if this is a proper drug cartel sort of situation where we have to help him. We This is where we meet the actual leader of the... I hate to say the word cartel because I don't think it's the right word, but I actually don't know another word for... It's
1: just a drug uh, ring. is isn't really drug right ring. either. No. And
0: anyway, well, the leader of it is basically a kid called Trang. And I looked up and apparently it's based on... There was Myanmar... Oh, what was it called? It was called God's Children. It was like it had some like pretty cool name... And it was actually, mm. when it started, it was run, the leaders of it were two nine-year-old brothers.
1: Oh, okay, thank God, because I could not work out why he was a kid. I, yes. I kept waiting for some sort of, like, punchline to that, and then, like, by the end of it, like, nothing really happens. There's a, a couple of kind of funny scenes, because he's, like, really good at martial arts later, and the visuals are kind of interesting, but it just, it never has
0: Yeah, they, they never a explain
1: payoff. It. And so I was just like, this has to be a reference that I just don't get anymore.
0: And I wonder, like, how widely like... known that reference was. Like, were our parents, maybe? Yeah. Saw that and we're like, oh yes, I remember reading about that. Also, it is very wild that two nine year old boys ran like a fucking big drug operation.
1: Yeah, no, I mean Like
0: like... it seems like silly movie
1: silly movie stuff but (laughs) nearly said like I nearly said good on them. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's it's like running a lemonade stand, doesn't get out there.
0: Uh, also, they apparently those kids were obsessed with the Rocky movies. That's why, like, they made a thing about. Oh, okay, meat.
1: no, this is all the pieces are falling into place. Yes. Yeah, this is it, this is definitely a big brain movie. It's you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I also, when I read that, I was like, I want to know more about these boys and what this like. Yeah. What happened to them? Like, I don't imagine they survived very long because you know.
1: No, maybe they just grew up.
0: <laughs> they just grew up and like we have done, done with it. was we'll <laughs> just... like a
1: phase. <laughs> like I'm done with the drug cartel. <laughs>
0: When Trang is like questioning Tug, he puts his cigar and does all this torturous stuff and obviously Tug is terrified because it would be absolutely terrifying and he starts stuttering like his character Simple Jack, which is back to the, you know, I became Simple Jack when I was acting like him. And so he kind of reverts into Simple Jack and they when they realise, they're like... this is the only movie we watch here. We don't have anything else to watch, but this VHS of Simple Jack. Mm-hmm. We love it, and now we know you're the actor. We're just going to ransom you. We're not going to kill you for being an American dog, kind of thing.
1: Because they think they're all um, DEA.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think they're DEA. So they would have just probably they have think just they killed them. They're
1: doing a drug bust, so they're just going to kill them all. Yeah, no, and the when when he starts stuttering during the torture sequence, and the kid notices and picks up on it, that is the precise moment you can you can pause it to see exactly where my. My rising sense of dread starts overtaking me. I'm like, no, don't bring this plot point back. This is <laughs> this is done yet? You, you had your terrible speech. That's it. We nope. don't have to address this. It's like, keep... Oh no, this is a rolling boulder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just keeps going. And you're like, no. He just keeps going. Oh, oh Jesus. Ah, we're back to a Tom Cruise moment finally. Oh, thank so God. So <laughs> Peck like, bursts into Les Grossman's office to basically be like, can't believe you haven't honored this contract where he has to have TiVo. And Les just absolutely goes fucking off at mm. Peck.
1: This is an interesting as well because, as we mentioned before, there's a lot of sort of anti Tom Cruiseisms in this. Uh, yep. He's playing very much against Kels. You, You're the expert on this he has one line and I'm pretty sure it's in this scene that I feel like he's never delivered a line like it it's the way he's he's like almost sing songs in a very high-pitched voice go fuck yourself (laughs) yep and it's great but it's a case of like it was weird watching that I was just like I don't think I've seen Tom Cruise do anything like this Ever. No. Like, in, in in none of his roles, like, he's never delivered a line like this. And and it's weird because, I mean, he's done so much. You'd, you'd feel that you'd be like, oh, this is like when he's like this. It's like, no, this is a very, like, everything about this is different.
0: Yeah, this is Tom Cruise being as non-Tom Cruise as possible, mm. to prove a point. I hate the character, he makes me want to die, but also he's doing an amazing job of it. Like
1: Oh no, he's he's fantastic in this. I I mean I mean, just quietly, he's fantastic in everything, but he plays the character perfectly.
0: Something we haven't pointed out is how the character actually looks. So when I saw the movie at the cinemas, I did not know it was Tom Cruise until I saw the credits. I had no cool. idea. So and a lot of apparently a lot of people were like that. Even though like looking at it now, I see Tom Cruise's face and I'm like, well obviously that's Tom Cruise, like duh. But at the time, no, you did not know that was Tom Cruise because he'd never done anything like that. Before. Yeah, it was full on. Like, and to see at the, you know, the very last credit was him saying, and Les Grossman is. Tom Cruise, you're like, what the fuck? Because he has prosthetic hands to make his hands really big and his arms are really hairy, hairy chest, bald, like so he's got like a really receding hairline and just yeah.
1: But there's also, because I mean, it, his hands are very standout like he's got huge meaty hands and it's, mm. it's very distracting. But also I feel like there's something, because Tom Cruise, is, all of his features are very distinctive, but like, I feel like he's done something with his mouth. I was wondering if they would, I know he's got prosthetics all over but there's something about the way his mouth kind of falls I was thinking, has he done the um uh, Marlin Brando Colonel Kurtz like put cotton balls in there or something because it, it feels much more like jowly and downturny than it would have been for like 2008 Tom Cruise oh definitely Tem- and it, it, do- it doesn't just look like they've added stuff onto his face it's like the whole shape of his mouth is different and it was just like makes him even scarier looking it's, yeah yeah, yeah.
0: it have to be because don't forget it 2010 is night and day era Tom Cruise which is peak oh, handsome Tom so, Cruise so handsome the most <laughs> handsome <laughs> so yeah definitely like there's yes they've done something else like, which, Done something there, yeah. Yeah, which is why like, I don't feel as silly for not getting that it was Tom Cruise at the time because, yeah, you didn't expect it. And just because someone looks a little bit Tom Cruisey doesn't mean it's going to be fucking Tom Cruise turning up in this movie, this really, really weird role. Uh, so I'm going to read out uh, one of his little spiels in a moment because it's... It's so full on. But the reason why he says this is because while Peck is, like, confronting Les about this contract and everything, he gets a phone call from the satellite phone and is like, here we go, put it on speaker and I'm going to show you. And it turns out it's the guys in the drug cartel who actually, it's called the Flaming Dragon, and they're demanding a ransom. Immediately, Peck is like, oh, no, this is a different agency. I've never heard of you whispering to it. And, you know, doesn't quite get what's going on. And then Les grabs the phone and decides to intervene, which uh, I'll read out now. I'm not going to do it in the Tom Cruise voice or anything, Okay, he says, first, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. I don't know what kind of pan Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here but Asia Jack is my territory so whatever you're thinking you better think again otherwise I'm going to have to head down there and I will rain down in an ungodly fucking firestorm upon you you're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you I'm talking scorched earth motherfucker I will massacre you I will fuck you up so yeah that's um, what Tom Cruise says and me Tom Cruise fan being like oh oh."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a bit much (laughs) is is it after that one where he like he hangs up and then he's like we don't negotiate with terrorists
0: no, no, that's that that's later? a bit later. But this is the one where he's ah. like he does it, and he's like find out who these guys are. Like he does, he has a oh, huge that's regret. Right, that's right. And then he's like, all right, we should probably find out who these guys are. The change, like he's so vicious and angry in that. And then as soon as he hangs up, throws the phone back, he like quite politely says, find out who those guys are. Like just goes back to mm. normal. It's yeah, it's full on. Like if based on Tom, Tom Cruise swears in his movies, like he said fucking everything before, he's done mm. you know naughty things. But this by far is the most shocking. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the only other character this even comes close to is, I want to say, like, he's a Magnolia character.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, he says cunt in that.
1: Still shocked. (laughs) Oh, topathy, Krizzle, what are you saying? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Where did you learn that language? Um, yeah, no, but that's the thing. It's And it's weird because it's like close to his Magnolia character is not the same thing. Is not something you'd want to associate with, like, his role in a comedy film. No. <laughs> it's like least. those two concepts should not be further apart, but here we are.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So, Tug is made to perform as Simple Jack. It's as. This- Cringy, as you can imagine, just. It's like they, yeah, he's got like a coconut kind of husk as his, his wig and they put in like an old guy's false teeth and, yeah, like apart from. And they like
1: cake his face with like bright white face paint as well. Yeah, just. And then like, yeah. It's,
0: uh, it's so much. And, yeah, he does it because like Ugh. he gets you getting bashed every time he tries to sort of <laughs> not do it. So meanwhile, all the other guys are scheming their way to get in to rescue Tug. They don't know what to do. And Kevin, who forever the voice of reason is like, why don't we just do what they did in the script? Like, it's all written out for us. And they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't... No one read the script. That's when they find out everyone's a fucking dumbass except Kevin. Um, yep. Although it was a bit earlier when they're walking and he was talk- <laughs> When Kevin's talking about Blu-rays versus HD... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Robert Downey is like, you- were you talking to me the entire time?
0: <laughs> ben has... Kevin telling me about that so many times,
1: <laughs> so, so many times, yeah. No, because Ben backed HD, it.
0: he didn't back Blu ray, and so we had a bunch of HD videos for a while, yeah. So yeah. I've heard that, and then we was talking about it, and I'm like, they're making it like he's such a dork, and I'm like, oh, I'm married to Kevin, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, if you had to be married to any of them, you'd want it yeah, to see Kevin, so you'd... absolutely, nice work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's just break in like they do in the script, and that's what the plan they the plan that they end up going with. We flash back to Les's office. They've actually figured out what's going on. That it's actually this drug cartel, the flaming dragon. They're being held hostage and everything. This is the part where they ring back and say, "You haven't given us our money. It's now double a hundred million dollars." And Les is just like, "Fuck off!" And then it's like, Tangs up and says, "We don't negotiate with terrorists."
1: And gets a round of applause. Like everyone's just like, "Yes, excellent work." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Peck is obviously appalled, and it's when their plan is revealed. It's like this guy's not doesn't make his money anymore. He's you know a shit actor, makes shit movies. We're better off him dying, and then we can claim the insurance, and we'll do you know a few things in his name, and we'll be very sad and everything. But in the long run, we're gonna be better off. And like it's this very sneaky scheme, and they're, like talking about how lucrative it's gonna be, and how much money Peck will make from it as well. And oh no, I just this is the part where which is very famous. And it makes me want to die. So this is the part where Ben turned up and he's like, that's your husband. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, your fucking husband wrote this, Ben, so... (laughs) Uh, he dances to Riders Low, and mm. it is awful. It's meant to be awful, but it's, I, like, I'm just like, the cringing, the cringiness of it makes me want to die. Apparently, Tom Cruise just danced. Like, he didn't, they didn't just put the music in later.
1: I believe that. And
0: so that's just Tom Cruise just, like, doing some fucking awful well, dad dancing. I was dancing. about to say,
1: also, I, again, not playing to type, how many times has Tom Cruise danced in movies?
0: No, we worked out not much because I actually did, like, a
1: yeah. mini-sode
0: about this um, with Amanda where we're well, like, actually, he he doesn't dance that much in movies, no. uh, like famously in Risky Business and then obviously in like Rock of Ages and stuff, but he yeah, hasn't actually danced that much. <laughs> and he's not lazy. Like- <sighs> A terrible dancer because no in risky business like he's but I think it's more he's good at doing like very athletic moves
1: mm. and that's
0: why it looks impressive when he dances whereas this is just him yeah like, it's
1: very it's very coordinated I'll give it that yeah but and it's
0: I don't know, how do you describe that thing where it's like you're doing that hand slapping like you're slapping mm. a girl's booty
1: and also towards because again spoiler warning but like it comes into play later in the film too and it's all the stuff with like keeping his head in place and rolling his shoulders around like yeah. I was like oh that looks pretty good. but
0: also i'm dying it's
1: it's weird (laughs) yes no
0: Uh, it's hang on is this the part where actually it's pretty funny this bit where he's like this is you can get like g6 money and then mcconaughey later is like looking at a picture of him and tug and then in in the other hand is the g6 owner's magazine
1: (laughs) owner's magazine yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: so silly (laughs) Oh like, uh, yeah! Especially seeing McConaughey doing like, even though McConaughey's been in like cheesy movies and stuff, like mm. it's a, this is like a kind of acting he, I really liked in this. He
1: gives it his all in this film. Yeah, like he's one of the few endearing characters in this film, and he's just
0: having a really fun time. Like he's genuinely yes. like he makes up for a lot of the shit in this. McConaughey just being like really earnestly <laughs> playing this uh, fucking agent. <laughs>
1: And because it's like he just pours how much he cares about Tug into like every scene and every moment. Yeah, and it's it's actually quite nice. And especially because they keep playing him against Les, who's the worst person <laughs> in the film.
0: Yeah, that's it's. I mean, it's very famous. Like, if you want to look up a GIF of Les Grossman, you're gonna find a thousand of him doing that dance and just. Uh.
1: Even well, I mean, in the past when I've tried to send you like Tom Cruise GIFs, they love loading up the old Les Grossman. <laughs> so it's like this is clearly not what I wanted. <laughs>
0: Of all the Tom Cruise gifts, you're giving me this. Jesus yeah. Christ. Back with the, the rest of the gang as they're planning their what they're going to do, there's like sewing things and getting ready for the big rescue the next day. Kirk actually apologizes for how he gets carried away with his characters and everything. And mm. he kind of has like, they have a DM talking about it and, you know, which is all pretty nice. Except, I don't, I don't know if you picked up on this, but it gets homophobic. Like,
1: oh, yeah, no. This is because this is when they're all chatting about, like, do you have do you have a girl back home and that kind of thing?
0: Because mm. um, Ke- Kevin's yeah, like, no, it, no, I was hoping that this movie would get. Me late and they're like, well, what about you, Alpa? And he's like, oh, Alpa's Alper, like yeah. dripping and pussy, whatever. It turns yeah. out Alpa's not, and that he's been pining over someone. And they kind of eventually sort of get it out of him, and he says the name Lance. And they're immediately like, Oh, did you just say Lance? That sounded like you just said Lance. Like immediately, like, Oh my god, I can't believe you like a boy. And yeah, uh... and that's
1: that's that's one of the many things that kind of like as as we said before, this movie is very much like of a very specific time period uh, and. And this kind of, the whole thing really heavily dates it. Very, because very it's much. Of, it's a case sort of like, oh, you're telling me this black rapper is is gay? Is this kind of like, yeah? Like, no one cares. Like, no one cares. I mean, like, even 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 the whole thing with, because his whole marketing angle is, like, hyper-masculine, hyper-sexualized, and I guess it's meant to be a playoff against that, but, I mean, they have that Lance scene, and that's kind of it. If that's meant to be, like, a thing or a joke, it, it's so, I don't know, like, low? Mm. Like, like, low... And Energy, low key it doesn't really feel like anything and I'm like I was trying to think so like 2008 would this have been like shocking or interesting to cinema goers at the time would this be like a thing like oh no I'm not gay sort of thing uh, and even for then it feels like it's not really it was too late, yeah Yeah, like really I don't know It's just sort of, it just feels gay oh, okay so what like even at the time it would have been like yeah, okay so what and, and like them being like wait did you say Lance it's like sorry we've we just gone back another fucking 50 years what the fuck happened like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah another thing that just yeah dates this movie horribly like especially now in 2021 we have gay rappers lap dancing satan which is yes exactly
1: <laughs> it's I, I think especially at the moment it, yeah, it just like hyperdates it but at, yeah it just feels weird because it feels like it's meant to be a joke or a bit and instead it's not it's just like this is just people talking and then it's like it feels like it's meant to be a scene but there's like the energy to it's weird yeah. and i'm like like literally had to like try and throw my mind back to be like would this read differently back then and I'm like, oh, I, yeah i can't not. remember like, seeing it
0: the movies what i thought about that I probably thought it was like, oh, oh, really? But I don't know. I actually yeah. don't know. Too- yeah. I was a very different person in 2008 like from I what think I am now. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we hope we're better. <laughs> but like-
1: I have not changed in 13 years. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're
0: Twelve, thirteen years old. End up they end up infiltrating the compound, which, you know, just layer upon layer. They get Kirk to do a little bit of yellow face on top of the black face. Uh, oh
1: sorry, uh going going back one step, this, this point that we just missed, this scene that just went, also introduces I think the only time Jack Black's character is actually relevant to the plot, which is he gets them to tie him up. Oh yes. Because he tells is it I wanna say Kevin? Yeah, yeah. he tells Kevin. He's like, I'm a drug addict. I'm currently like going through with withdrawals if I go down there with you I'm gonna fuck everything up yes like I will guarantee you that this mission will not go properly because I will ruin it so tie me to a tree I'm not joking because I will ruin everything and then I must have missed something because despite all that and they do tie him to a tree in this scene as you're saying going forward him doing the yellow face black face combo they bring him with anyway and I'm not sure why
0: but I guess that's why they tied they tied him up on the back of the water buffalo so like okay we can't trust him but we'll tie him up I don't know and also I just remembered. yeah (laughs) they they Sort of like further, like rubbed in the homophobia, but like if you untie me right now, I'll suck you. And he goes really explicit on what he'll do,
1: explicit. And like, I feel like that's kind of the only using the word very loosely here, but the only like funny scene for his character as well. Like, when he's going into those details, Mm. is kind of I can see that that's played for laughs as well. But it's sort of again, it's like he's meant to be a comedy character, but that's kind of the only like bit that he gets.
0: Yeah, and again, doesn't really
1: land. I actually
0: think Jack Black is a a fine actor. Like, I don't know if you've seen um, Jumanji. like, I think
1: he... Oh, yeah, yeah, no. no so I good think, in those right, movies. I've, I, I think I've always enjoyed Jack Black. And I, uh, I enjoy him in the scene that follows as well. The attack, I think, is very amusing as well. Yeah. So
0: this is not a reflection of my opinion on Jack Black. I just... Yeah, his character wasn't that great in this. And, like, I hated how, apart from all that homophobia, but, like, when he's going through withdrawals, but he's acting like he's super high. Like, the way he's, like, licking his lips and everything. And I'm like, I ah, don't I mean, right. do I need accuracy in that? Maybe not. But I was like, I don't know. I found that really annoying.
1: It's... I feel like it's almost, it's weird because it sort of, it feels like they wrote it as a Jack Black character and then kind of gave him nothing to do.
0: Yes. And then they were Which, like... We can
1: go, go into more details when we do a Jack Black themed podcast, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, oh, yeah God, no, it was, it was just weird. Like it was sort of for Jack Black and the kind of performances that he gives, this felt almost dialed back. Mm. Which is odd in the circumstances because sort of he was also meant to be going through withdrawals at the same time, and everything just felt very
0: yeah, just didn't didn't hit a mark of didn't, any didn't hit a mark, mark at all. No. So yeah, they go into the compound, and he's like, Kirk is being this. He he knows Mandarin, so he's speaking Chinese. I didn't look and see if it was maybe maybe it's on the Chinese border. Maybe like I'm, my geography in that part of the world, my geography in general sucks, let alone that part of the world. So I don't know. But same. he's speaking Mandarin, and then I don't know if they're continuing to speak Mandarin. When he talks to the the kid Trang again, but he's like, I found this you know white American in my rice paddy, and they're like, okay, great, we'll take him off him. And then he kind of fucks it up by then saying, okay, I'm gonna go back to my poppy field now. I don't know if that was meant to be a, on purpose, like as a distraction, or it must have been because the other guy's just like sneaking in.
1: No, 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 no. It's he's he's getting like he's terrified during that scene, and he's getting increasingly flustered because the first mistake he makes is he says that like I found him last night. Oh yeah yeah. While I was farming my rice field, and they're like, why are you farming rice at night? Yeah, and, I and guess so he's already like on the back foot by that point, and like every time it cuts to him, it's also because he can see because at the same time Kevin and Al Pacino are sneaking in, and he can see that they've been kind of spotted. So he's trying to run distraction at the same time. Yeah, but I I didn't get that that was deliberate. Yeah, I no, you're, you're just, probably like, right. Constantly, and sort of. He
0: doesn't up. like his grasp of the language probably isn't that good, so he's probably struggling to articulate what he's trying to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a big gunfight breaks out as one would expect, and oh, what happens here? So I think my notes got a bit when I get to the end of the movie well, and I start but... like enjoying myself and then I'm like oh shit I haven't written down anything
1: uh, before the gunfight breaks out cuz you got a you got a few moving pieces to this as I said yeah. definitely you know this is this is a thinking person's <laughs> film uh, at the same time <laughs> I can't remember who it is, but one of them's gone to go break out tug, and instead oh, I think Al they find. Phones. Oh yeah, uh, we forgot about Co- them. It's Cody, Cody and, Fourleaf. and Fourleaf. Oh my god, we've forgotten one who of the got bits. captured earlier. Yeah, no, and there's the whole reveal as Fuck. well because they get captured earlier, and the reveal is that Fourleaf, just like everyone in this film, is completely full of shit because he wasn't even a Vietnam vet. He never lost his arms. He's wearing like fake prosthetics, <laughs> and he's a garbage yeah. man who, who who wrote a book about this because he thought it would be neat and and it's just been, like, sailing through that the entire time. So, like, yes. I, I like that reveal because it's, like, literally every single stage, every single layer of this film and of Hollywood in general is just pure bullshit.
0: Yeah. I think the only one who's, like, legit is, like, Cody, the pyrotechnic guy.
1: Yeah. But, Although yeah, apparently he's got in trouble
0: for, like, he nearly blew up someone and blew up Jeremy Lee Curtis in Freaky Friday or something. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs>
1: and, uh, like, nearly ran over Judy Dench and, like, driving Miss Daisy or something <laughs> like that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because they they are the ones who discovered. They went down to because they couldn't get hold of the director. Did the big pyrotechnics mm. thing, went down and then found his scattered body parts and were like, oh, And that's when they're captured by the drug cartel and taken away. So yes, we um, glossed over that. This for such a dumb fucking movie. There is a lot of elements that all interweave here. That's yeah, hard yes. to hard to keep up. I'm like scribbling notes when I watch the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Al Pacino finds them, and that's where they kind of like got hands. Like it's a recurring thing. Yeah. They're like, you've got hands. <laughs>
1: Who, <laughs> one of them's like your hands grew back. <laughs>
0: Ah, that's so good. They grab up a bunch of explosions, which conveniently are lying around, so they, you know, part of their plan to get out and basically do what happens in the script. So Kirk manages to find Tug and is trying to get him out, and that's where Tug is, like, fully, like, ah, oh, no, I'm doing, like, this many shows a night. and
1: He's gone for Colonel Kurtz.
0: Yeah, and it, he's also, like, this little kid came and bought him, like, a stick doll, and he's like, this is my son now. Oh,
1: it's, it's an Academy Award. Oh, is it's, that? It's an Oscar. <laughs> he's made him an Oscar out of I- Sticks, I, did, and I didn't realise is This is like a, a weird Again, again Like so many moving parts Because this was uh, The kid as well And his relationship with the kid Is a, a reference to a line Right near the beginning of the film With Pekka Which is is like one line It's a throwaway But saying that He's oh, yes. trying to adopt a kid And and having no success with it So this That's is right. like Yeah, so there's this kid Looks up to him Likes him And has made him an Academy Award And given it to him So it, like Tug's finally getting All the things he wanted in this drug camp,
0: even though he's being mercilessly beaten every time he like like as soon as he, yes. they take him off the stage, he gets bashed up and everything.
1: Like, yeah, even even when he does it properly, they like <laughs> like rifle butt to the kidneys as he's leaving the stage. <laughs> Uh. Kirk has to do
0: his, <laughs> his whole like, you know, talking him out of it. And while they're actually talking about it, Kirk's actually realizing himself that that's why I push myself into all these different characters is because I actually don't know who I am. And that's where he's like, yes. comes his big realization and takes off the, the wig and the fake facial hair and everything. And, oh, I hate those contacts. Like he takes his brown oh, I hate contacts them so out. They don't, they
1: don't, they're they're the don't look in the right direction. Blue they give this contacts. Weird, like, thousand yard stare the entire oh, time. Oh, yuck.
0: No one's eyes look like that. So he's like a no. blonde Australian man with his blue eyes and it's terrifying. And, yeah, so they like have their face, big... I face
1: though, so don't it's worry. De- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now he just, at least now he just looks like he's, like, super tan, like a super tan Aussie surfer because he's got, like, the blonde hair and everything, but still, like...
1: Oh. Yeah. And and he stops doing the racist voice at this point and says. Yeah, he goes doing, back to his actually voice. Actually, a pretty good Australian accent.
0: Especially considering, so he, originally the character was meant to be Irish, but he said, well, I've done Ooh. an Aussie voice before. Uh, I did uh, it in, he? what the fuck is that movie called?
1: Him being Australian doesn't really come into it much, but it does, it's got that fantastic, when it's, I want to say, is it Al Pacino who's having a go at him about being Australian? And he calls him like Crocodile Dundee and stuff, and he yeah. almost drops characters. He's like, you know, watch what you say, that man's a national treasure. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right. Oh, yeah. So it's a movie I fucking hate. It's Natural Born Killers.
1: Oh, shit. So he's I like forgot a, he was even in it.
0: Australian reporter in that. I Yeah, I forgot about that. Ugh. And I one of those movies I didn't watch as a teenager, so when I watched it as an adult, I was like, oh, oh no, this is not good.
1: I, I did watch it as a teenager, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then watch <laughs> as an adult. And I'm just like, why, why did... Mm.
0: Uh, oh, good, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why he had the Australian accent. They went with the Australian thing, which is yeah, okay. why I assumed it was Heath Ledger, but apparently not. Um so yeah, they're talking about it here. So they've all had like their big like moments of, you know, discovering themselves, why they they are the way they they are and everything. They they escape. Um the big escape scene is very action-y and like, they yep. get into a, a truck and it blows. Like, Kevin's driving and they're all on it and that's when like they're like, yeah, your yeah, hands screw back to, to full lift <laughs> yeah. and everything and they shoot like grenade launchers at the truck and Kevin's anyone who doesn't get out in time but still survives and yeah, I'm trying to remember all the elements. A lot happens in this bit. It, well,
1: it starts recreating the scene from the beginning. It's a case of like, because Kevin's oh, down yes. so they're carrying him out, they're getting him to the chopper. I'm trying to remember what Jack Black's been doing this entire time because i has been running around in his underpants screaming there's one point where oh
0: no that's what we missed he has a fight with the kid train
1: oh yes because he, he finds the giant mound of drugs yes and oh and he he has this because they all have their character moments at kind of the same time except kevin because i guess he doesn't need one um but he gets that thing where he's like it turns out he's really insecure about his career and like he's like i've got nothing going for me and they're like no you're you're really funny and everyone loves you and everyone laughs at you and he's like they just laugh at my farts <laughs> Excellent and line. And then, like, that's the first that's the first time that he's had any kind of real, like, character anything. It's like, oh, okay. And then, like, two of the drug cartel guys come in, and they've got guns pointed at him, and he farts, and they laugh, and that's meant to be, like, a berserk mode thing for him. So <laughs> then that happens, I guess. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb, but here I am laughing. And then, yeah, he, Trang fights him, but he, I mean, Trang's just a, a little kid, so he just kind of, like... Yeah, kind
1: of, like, lands on him.
0: Barges through, and they fall down a balcony thing, and he lands on him.
1: I liked the that scene too because they have like anytime Trang little kid like kicks anything or touches anything it like blows a big hole in it. it's like <laughs> he's like stupidly strong <laughs> and I was like oh that's pretty good
0: yeah that <laughs> was good <laughs> um...
1: <laughs> good one <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they go get out. Lots is happening. We've probably missed a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, the truck mm. gets blown up, and I think Tug is lagging, and they're kind of like, oh, they, Tug goes they're back. Oh, he goes back. Tug yeah, goes back.
1: They, they're go- they're going to blow the bridge, and Tug's like, no, like this is where I'm actually like I've be. got my kid, and you know this is this is where I belong, and you know I feel a connection here, and this is where I'm happy, and he goes back, and then like two seconds later he comes back, and he's like, oh, I was wrong, I was really wrong. And the, and the little kids like, like stabbing him. him in the back, and the kids stabbing him, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> great but like the bridge blows and the big dramatic action yep. scene of him running and leaping in the air as the explosions happen and like he's dead yep. but then he they realise he's still aw- alive and that's when Kurt yep. goes back and they have the moment at the start of the movie where they have their actual yep. big emotional moment and it's all very tender I guess for yep. a bro fucking action it's, movie
1: it's it's also it's fun because I mean in the the first part of the film what you're watching is actors who are good acting badly yes which is fun like it, it's fun to like them sort of of like Rob you Jr. doing the, the super dramatic and it being awful and Ben Stiller being someone who basically can't act trying to trying to do that and then in, you then get the other sequence but it's they play it even though it's comedy like and you, you get the joke they, they're they playing it pretty straight yeah so it's nice and it's actually sort of like his yeah because it's it's them realizing that they actually like each other yes and they're sort of like one of the things that they're missing is people who have any kind of actual connection with them as people yeah so it, it's it's nice it's heartwarming
0: yes it's nicely done it
1: was nicely done.
0: <laughs> I can't remember how they know the helicopter was coming, but it must be the one the helicopter was going to pick them up. Anyway, the helicopter comes, picks them up, and they're rescued. I don't know. I missed that. It was all like somebody likes action movies. I was having a pretty fun time by the end. Everything was blowing mm. up, and yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like the helicopter just kind of shows up.
0: Yeah. Oh, do they do a. F- Oh, no, You know what? I don't know. It doesn't matter. No. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and then just from there it just becomes like it then shows that they actually end up making a movie about what happened. Not quite. No? You're
1: almost forgetting a scene. Oh, You're no. You're almost forgetting a scene because they all get on the helicopter and they're all going to get away, but then they've got a rocket grenade and do you remember? Oh, that's like the...
0: right. Oh,
1: yeah. how could you forget?
0: I was having too much fun at this point. I didn't write it down. Yeah, so as they're going up and like Trang has woken up and it is, comes with these big grenade launcher and fl- fires it at the helicopter and like certain death for everyone on board, except Peck comes storming out of the jungle, he's like all sweaty and like he's been there for days, comes out and he's holding a TiVo and he, when he realized what's happening, he hurls a TiVo in the air and it intercepts the grenade, it blows up and like he saves their lives. Yeah. And they fly off without him? I
1: yeah. <laughs> and he's oh. just so excited to be there too. Like he, he looks so happy.
0: He's like, I and did it. Like I did come, it.
1: He didn't he, he came there to meet them and he didn't bring the ransom money, <laughs> he brought the TiVo because that was <laughs> That's what he promised.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, it's actually really good. You know, McConaughey met the best bits of the movie.
1: I just want to check something here. Uh, I never had a TiVo. Was is Tivo still a thing?
0: no I don't think in, so in the
1: age of streaming or is that because I feel like that's another thing that's sort of again
0: well it, no it might be because HBO and stuff and but no HBO's now streaming too I don't know yeah. like I never had it here because it barely made nah. it to Australia I always wanted one I remember seeing about it on Oprah once and I was like what is this <laughs> but yeah uh, I don't think it is one thing anymore so people yeah watching this now be like you know, young people will be like what the fuck is TiVo <laughs>
1: what the is TiVo not that I think any young people are watching this movie <laughs> you
0: know maybe like, on streaming why, So why
1: would they there's like sort of uh, yeah.
0: They're like, man, I love Iron Man. I'm gonna go watch all Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> what else has
1: Robert Downey Jr. done?
0: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> oh Christ!
1: I no, really enjoyed Night at the Museum. What else has Ben Stiller written? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they end up doing like they end up making a movie, and I think does Ben still get his first? Guess he's Oscar for this. Yes, he does. Yes, that's yes. right. Who's who's announcing it?
1: It is. Oh, it's uh, it's Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. Announcer. So
0: yeah. He announced yeah. it and he's like, uh, and yes he's, up, he's up
1: against like Tobey Maguire and John Voight, and then then we get the actual, I guess, punchline again. Dated within dated for the Al Pacino joke the Lance is talking about is uh, Lance from the Backstreet Boys. No, NSYNC. NSYNC. I, yeah, I got it. See, like like Lauren got very excited for that scene. She was like, "Is his name Lance Bass?" <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, it's just like, there was, there was a guy there, and she got, like, super excited, and just like, oh, it's, it's from that, and I was just like, whoop, completely over <laughs> my head, like.
0: <laughs> I, I was never, su- I never was into boy bands per se, but if I had to pick one, it would have been Sync so I knew Lance oh, right, Lan- exactly. Bass, so like, oh, and that, that he amazing. ended up. <laughs> He came out as gay, so. um
1: Oh, okay. Again. Yes,
0: he, he was definitely <laughs> gay, so. Okay,
1: cool. Oh, uh, hang on. You got the Academy Awards, and then the other people, because you're watching, you, the viewer, are watching the Academy Awards, but also the other person watching the Academy Awards is um Les Grossman and his Bill assistant, Hader.
0: Bill Hader. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just watching, and oh, the way Les is like leaning back with his legs, and like, oh, and Bill Hader's like in his little tuxedo, just went, and he's like, they watch it, and like, yeah, very, very satisfied, and he lets Del go off not without reminding him repeatedly that a dickless monkey could do your job like he, your job, yeah. anything nice that he says was kind of yeah, like
1: he has to be horrible constantly
0: yeah and uh, the movie finishes on les grossman turning up his music and dancing and it's like lots of dancing for a long time throughout the credits so yeah like yes this is because
1: uh, even, even the, the credits keep going and doesn't it keep cutting back to him yeah like constantly
0: yeah because they introduced when they're showing the credits of who which actor was who and everything they actually show yeah those actors but then it mm. goes straight back to Les Grossman dancing and yep. yeah yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's what it's meant to be and I'm mostly cringing because I love Tom Cruise and it's so daggy and
1: it is definitely daggy and I believe that this he wasn't instructed or coordinated anywhere they're just like Tom just dance for a bit no, apparently the dancing was
0: his idea apparently almost everything what? he did in this was his idea oh god So I remember watching something when he was talking about being Les Grossman and Tom Cruise is like, all right, because Ben Stiller and Tom Cruise are good mates. And Tom Cruise is like, all right, I'll do it. But on the condition that I get to have like big, like he's like, I want the big hands. I want to look like this, blah, blah, blah. And I think I should just dance. And they're like, all right, Tom Cruise, (laughs) go for it. And yeah, that's what he did. I don't know if anyone else could have pulled off Les Grossman like yes they could have pulled it off but the shock factor was everyone, everyone realized it was Tom Cruise I don't know yeah. if there's any other actors who could have done that
1: no because it, as you say like a lot of it is playing off kind of expectations like he is only as engaging or interesting as he is because it's Tom Cruise doing this role yeah because it's Tom Cruise doing a very hyper non-Tom Cruise role
0: yeah yeah so I mean that's the movie Um
1: that's yeah it just kind of ends there I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed, but
0: oh, there probably is because there's so much. Yeah, for what this movie is, like, there's so many things that in- inter- interconnect and like. As I was, like, yeah. was running notes, I'm like, oh shit, why did that happened? Oh, it's because of this back in the and I'm like, oh, it's so much. Oh, and there's like a bit mm. where talking about that adoption thing where uh, what's his name, Peck is like, well, at least you got to choose yours and like, it just oh, has this.
1: I hated that. It just has this real
0: <laughs> dud. <laughs> 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 is uh, and then in the
1: credits where it's like listing off who everyone is and they they do like that. Like little comic booky effect over yeah. like each character, and it like has Matthew McConaughey as Pecker, and then it like does the same effect on his son, but no but name, then, like no noth- no no name, no anything. It's just like oh, there he is, sort
0: of <laughs> I like to think that it's just like he's a, just a dud of a child, but they kind of made it seem like that child may have been intellectually impaired
1: as well. No, like, no yeah, no, I think that's absolutely what. they're But they, well, they could have just made him a
0: dud, like like in like, like The Simpsons, like oh you got the dud, like they could have done that, <laughs> but instead they made yeah. it yeah, another like, kind of ableist thing.
1: Yeah, because why not?
0: If, I, if you rub it in there,
1: <laughs> just keep fucking going for it.
0: This bit is so funny, I'm guys. I'm I've gonna... got big
1: ideas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what I, what I hate and we don't see enough of is making fun of intellectually disabled people. Except he didn't say yeah. that word. Ugh. <laughs> uh... hmm. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the movie. So like I said, it's not there's no Tom Cruiseism, so we're not going to get into that because you know it's not a Tom Cruise role. It's just something no. completely different. But let's get into what we both thought of the movie before we review it. So yeah, you yeah. said you've actually ended up liking it more than you expected because your expectations were like
1: my expectations was that I was going to hate the entire film from beginning to end. Mm. It's not not to as by way of explaining this, not to you know sorry to my lovely father and brother, but there's only a handful of films that they've seen that I haven't and. And one of them recently, recently, this is going back like a thousand years now. That they went and saw in cinemas and I'm like this film is fucking hilarious. You're gonna love it. Was the other guys with Will Ferrell and oh yeah, say like Mark Mark Wahlberg or something. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I then years down the track, checked it on to watch it and had to turn it off like super soon because it was just, like this is dire. This is like one of the worst things I've ever seen. So this being that category of stuff that they that they loved, and also like everything. Like it's it's a case of I had literally not seen a single scene from this film mm-hmm. it, like even without that like it has been uh, just kind of like worked its way into culture in general like it appears in memes and you sort of mm-hmm. like there was a lot of like promotion and publication about this film when it came out so I knew like bits about it but like nothing good yes every concept I had of this film was that this film is going to be awful uh, and instead even from the beginning it's just like I was uh, surprised that like Ben Stiller directed this I, d- I don't know any other films that he's directed but I was enjoying like the way it was shot. There's stuff like uh, in one of the early scenes, which is like the helicopter, like coming and landing down when it's like the movie within a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's a gorgeous shot!" Like the way it's done, and it had like the grass blowing off in all the different directions, and also the stylistic choices. Like it's not shot so it looks like a comedy, and it's not shot so it looks like an action movie. Instead, it's got this like hyper-saturated, really brightly coloured effect over like everything.
0: Yeah, like it's it's not badly directed at all. It's no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Yeah, like and and it's it's visually quite pleasing as well and like and, and the performances as we mentioned like the actors are all really good actors so it was just a case of I found myself enjoying it just as a movie
0: yes but then that's, like I think the time problem started, with the movie like, is it's like it's yeah. actually a great movie except for these except. horrible things in it which if yes. they did them if they tackled them more gracefully or just did them in a better way it'd be great but it just
1: again it's it's one of those films where I feel like if it, if it had been made earlier like right in the middle of the South Park period, it would be unwatchable. Oh, it'd be. I, I, I feel like it would be the most dire, hated movie of all time. I feel like if it had been made, like if they tried to make a similar movie now, but they wouldn't. Mm. Like th- this movie would never get made now. I think. No. But if they made it now, it would be better because it would be more nuanced and more layered. And it's it's this weird thing because it's like it's the whole thing is Hollywood making fun of Hollywood, but it's like everyone involved is like really within Hollywood. Yeah. So I don't know, like whether like Ben Stiller, and Robin. Robert Downey Jr. are these like fringe members of the Hollywood elite, but it kind of feels like they're all kind of part of the same group. So them making fun of that group doesn't really feel like having a go, and actually leans closer into almost like I don't want to say a celebration, just gentle, like a
0: gentle ribbing kind of thing, like uh,
1: just a gentle yeah. ribbing. And if you can gentle rib the Hollywood elite, then you're really not no y- no like you, you you're not the people that you're kind of quasi. I mean and that's that's the trouble. They're not championing anyone. Like everyone in this film is awful, but it. It's not almost not played severely enough, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, like I said before, it's when you're up the top, like you can't really punch down. Like like you can't so you no. can't punch up when you're already on the top. Like who are you punching yeah up to? So yeah.
1: Like Les Les Grossman as a character now just wouldn't Work especially with like everything as, as people understand more and more about the workings of Hollywood, it's a case of like you can't have like, haha, he's a Hollywood producer and he's really horrible. It's a case of yeah, because Hollywood producers are like fucking nightmare people.
0: Mm, we now we have one in jail like, he... finally, like, <laughs>
1: yeah, no, exactly. And, and it's sort of like understanding how normalized that culture was. Like, him, this guy, is like, oh, he's like this. It's a case of like, now if this came out, people would be like, that's fucking horrible. Mm. You couldn't play it for comedy because of the understanding of like how much power these people actually have. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was made at just the right time for it to be tolerable and also not very tolerable. And yes. It it couldn't have been made either any other time otherwise it just would no. have been the worst or it would never have been made. And yes, good exactly. on it, I guess. <laughs> good on it for existing.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel the same. Like there are really clever, funny moments. Like you know, the whole film as a whole is is really enjoyable up until there's like those five or so scenes where you're just like, oh. And I'm not I'm not cringing because I'm in. like I think of it like Zoolander and how they were like making fun of the modeling industry and everything, and that's that's yeah. that's hilarious. I haven't watched that movie in a while, but I think it's still funny. I know Zoolander two ruined it, true. For-
1: but it, it, it's one of those things where it's sort of like I feel this is closer to a Zoolander experience where even though humor doesn't really work anymore. It- It's not, it's something I got back to, which is now in episode one of this podcast, of this segment of this podcast, not back to episode one, that makes no sense. (laughs) Well, I said that none of it feels particularly mean-spirited because the other film that this could have gone like would be something like Ace Ventura, yes, which is sort of like sort of like comedy of the time, but super spiteful, like super spiteful and super aggressive, and obviously very deliberately having a go at a group of people. Whereas this one, everything is couched in the terms of these people are bad people because of what they do and how they think. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that that element enough just makes it not totally awful, but it's still, and it, it's weird, as I said, like, I didn't, other other than the Simple Jack stuff, I didn't find this, like, cringe, I, I didn't get cringe humour out of this, it was more just kind of like, ah, uh, nah. Except for the Les Grossman. I, I, I don't know <laughs> how to describe it, it's just, it's just like, nah, not into this, uh, that doesn't really work.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, the, the, to me, the cringe bits were Les Grossman. Oh, really? Uh, and I think, maybe it's just because I'm a Tom Cruise fan now, is that... It,
1: like, I, I I love Tom Cruise, I've loved Tom Cruise for my entire life, but it, it's a case of, I, I don't...
0: And i don't mean i don't mean cr- i think cringing for the right reason like for what their yeah. purpose was was that like this gross old man is now dancing yes. like a young person like i'm cringing for that reason i'm not cringing necessarily because i'm like oh but a little maybe a tiny bit because it's tom cruise and i'm like oh that's yes. like your dad
1: yeah <laughs> 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 no what are you doing <laughs> yeah uh, no I get that
0: yeah I, th- I feel the exact same way uh, watching it this time loving it the first time I saw it the movies were never seeing it again and then in hindsight looking back and going like oh no I've argued with people about it and they're like well why is the black like isn't that blackface and that okay for these reasons mm-hmm. I'm like blackface mm-hmm. is never okay like that's that's no. the blanket rule and they were mo- weren't making a powerful enough point to justify it no so they should never have done it and Robert Downey it, should have trusted his of, instincts
1: yes and it, it's a case of like is it not powerful enough and it's a case of, as I say, like it's one of those It's a weird thing to have, as you said, good natured ribbing about. Yeah, like it's sort of like Robert Downey Jr. was really good in this. Yeah, he is thoroughly enjoyable performance. Terrible, but like he did really well.
0: Yeah, I, I don't he's think, except for great Jack, comedy acting. I think, so. except for Jack Black, I think everyone did a really good. job Like Jack Black's character is a bit meh, but everyone else, yeah, everyone did a great job. Yeah, and yeah, had fun. Like I can't hate Ben Stiller. Although I kept thinking the whole time, have you seen the bit where Ben Stiller is pretending to be Tom Cruise's stunt double in Mission Impossible 2 it's so freaking... no. <laughs> uh, look it up I it's... should check that out yeah it's so it's so well done like it was for like an MTV Awards bit or something and they were doing like he, he changed his name to be quite similar to Tom Cruise and he was like we always finish each other's sentences and everything and it's Tom Cruise is like he's a bit too intense but you know i put up with it and everything it's really really funny but I just kept thinking that like because it was like him wanting to be an action hero and then he's actually getting to be his action hero fantasy just ex- like an extended yeah. version of that yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend anyone look that up up. it's very really, really funny yeah, oh, no, yeah but I out. can't I can't complain about anything any of the acting like I said there's no, no women in this movie it yeah, is none. a predominantly white cast except for Alpa Chino. yeah that's kind of and then all the Asian actors I, I can't pick if that was a little bit racist or like I think it's like a bit of a stereotype of like Southeast Asian
1: drug yeah I mean, World I don't, sort of I don't stuff. think they were. It, it was never sold as like this is normal sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, they it made were hidden in the, the jungle because they're making a they're making a Vietnam War movie. So I mean, yeah, eh. they didn't have any character. I, I don't think anyway. Hopefully not. And I just didn't notice it. But I don't think they had any like caricature offensive Asian stereotypes.
0: No. If they did, I, I want say we may have missed it. it. It was subtle enough that we didn't see it. Oh god, there's so much going on in this movie. We could have missed it.
1: <laughs> there's so much going on. It's it's I. I do. It's stuff like I want to go back, and because uh, I recently watched a Lauren uh, Night of the Museum, mm-hmm. and they've got a whole sequence there where Ben Stiller's character is talking to like Genghis Khan and the Mongols, and I'm pretty sure they're just like making up sound effects as the language. And oh. I, I feel like or I want to say for this film that they didn't do that. No, it sounded like legitimate. They, yeah, it yeah. did sound like like you know, yeah, sounded sounded legitimate to me. But if I'm wrong, that's hella racist. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White
0: people, not quite sure.
1: Yeah, not, not quite sure.
0: <laughs> in summary, the blackface sucked, but yes. still somehow wasn't the worst bit, most offensive bit of this movie.
1: No, ableism also sucked. Was the worst part of this Probably film? Probably the worst. I yeah, say. It, it's like all all the simple Jack stuff, and it's, yeah.
0: Wow. Okay, so we'll review the movie. No Tom Cruisesms because they didn't really exist in this movie. So, Peter, would you like to review this movie for me?
1: I would give this film three out of six G sixes. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> it's not good. It is a fine film. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. I, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's a good film, yes. um, if that makes any sense. It so, does. Yeah.
0: Very nice. All right, so my review, I'm going to give it two Dickless Monkeys out of five. Oh, yeah. It's, I enjoy it, but I don't want to enjoy it, so it's getting two no. and that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I've all like that's the thing. Like, even though it was enjoyable. There are so many great movies out there that I'm better off watching that don't cover these sorts of things.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's. I can't imagine a situation. I'm like, oh, by the way, you should check out to- Tropic Thunder. <laughs> it's just like it would <laughs> never come up.
0: Oh, you want to see a horrible use of blackface in a modern movie? Well, have I got the film for you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do I have the film for you? If you're chomping at the bit for another Justin <laughs> Theroux masterpiece, <laughs> <laughs> and you've missed his 2008 seminal smash hit, Tropic Thunder? Well. <laughs> Strap yourself in.
0: Uh, I'm more shocked that he didn't write... Have you seen Your Highness?
1: No... No, that's a Danny McBride vehicle, isn't it? Yes. Like, it's a big one for him. But
0: it feels like that's what I wish Justin Thoreau wrote, because Justin Thoreau's oh. in it as uh, the Sorcerer oh. Are, and he is wonderful because he's the most fucked character. Like, he's this fucked up, disgusting sorcerer who kidnaps the main character's, you know, bride-to-be, and, yeah, mm. wonderful. But then, yeah, he's in that, and he's really good in that, and you're like, oh, maybe he writes like that. No, not really.
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that's our summary of Tropic Thunder. If you haven't seen it and you've listened to this, that's enough. You've done all you need to do about watching Tropic yeah. Thunder. Good on you. You did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or didn't.
0: No, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it didn't. (laughs) All right, so if you want to find me on my social media, it's Tom Cruise Reviews on Instagram, Tom Cruise Review on Twitter, no S on the end, or just my website, TomCruiseReviews.com. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast wherever you're listening to this and leave a little review if you wouldn't mind. Thank you again, Peter, for joining me. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah, no, anytime. This was great. We ripped apart that bloody movie and it was a good time. (laughs) Yeah, thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you next time.